Welcome to What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast with your hosts, Joel Miner and Andrew Quadrio. Joel and Andrew are on a mission to make you aware of all the unnecessary pain and unavoidable costs that commonly happens throughout a building or renovating process, educate you on how to avoid these common mistakes, as well as share knowledge, experience, ideas, and inspiration so you can enjoy your building experience. What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients podcast. Hello and welcome back to another freezing episode of What Builders Don't Tell Their Clients. It is cold up here this this week, Andrew. You guys well, are a lot further south, brief, but it's probably standard for you guys. I think we're in the fridge level. Um, <laughs> but yes, it's been very cold this week. So how's your week been going, mate? Yes, good, mate. Good, good work today, but uh, such is life. So. Um, we were just having a conversation off air about a couple of things and I had a couple of meetings with a few clients. Hey, you had the pleasure of talking to a happy client. Yeah, I did actually. It was it was good. It was um, it's always good to go back after the end of the job and just catch up with them and have a bit of a chat and actually get some of their feedback. But um, yeah, he was really stoked with it, and that's what sort of triggered some of this conversation. Um, you know, we'd finished this job for this particular client, and he he had uh, basically you know was really happy with everything and. We sort of mentioned, I mentioned to him about how, you know, how we sort of got there to start off with. And I said, I'd, I really prefer to spend a lot more time up at that front stage to actually sit there, work at that planning stage process and get that down pat. Because if you get that right, uh, essentially the job just runs smoothly. It's easy for me. It's easy for the client. They don't have to worry about making so many decisions along the way. It's not made up on the fly. Um, and he did sort of have a bit of a think about it. He said, yeah, that was a really good way of doing things just to be able to spend that time. And they were like, he had another couple of builders. He had two other builders come out originally. And one builder said, oh, no, you can't do that. And the other one said, no, nah, the angle's not right. and It just can't be done. So he had two builders come out and say the same thing. And I think from the simple fact that they've sort of looked at it and gone, oh, too hard, we'll, you know, just tell them it can't be done. And it's same with anything with building. Like you can basically do anything you want. It just depends how far you want to go with it, how much money you want to spend and, you know, what the outcome's going to be. So, it, so you're it, talking, it, sorry, you're talking about pre-construction. So this is during the design, quoting, and pre before starting any work on site. That's what you're talking about. Just to clarify. Yes, 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 definitely. So, um, and yeah, we, I was just running through that process with him in the start. It was just good to good to get some feedback. And he, he said he'd sort of really enjoyed it. And it was good to actually be clear on what he was after. And they, him and her both got very clear on what they were getting and what it was going to look like uh, before. And this sort of come down to another conversation I had with another particular set of clients last night as well. Um, going through the early design stages, renovating their house. And we'd sat down to the designer. It was me, the designer and the couple that we've been dealing with and it was just really good to you know we had the prelim plans already done um but by the time you end up having that stage of the prelims plans you know you you might have a meeting with your builder to essentially get some information gather what you need to the builder gathers what he needs to and then runs through the process of going through that design stage um, and getting getting the understanding from your perspective of what you're after but <laughs> there's there's a big gap between there going to site, getting the design done and so many things like I see, you'd probably see it too, Andrew, the, the amount of times where what you originally spoke about 
And by the time you get that first prelim plans done, it's, it's changed. Things change yeah. or th the ideas of they've thought about it a bit more and they've thought about it and thought about it. And they find that stage where it's like, well, well, we did originally talk about that, but now we've thought about doing this, this, and this, which, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. totally fine. Mm, yeah. It's part of, part of the process. Yeah. And, and this is sort of, we, we want to touch on a, a topic of basically how to get the most out of your designer, but also getting that builder involved in them early stages when you're going through the design process. And we'd sat down with these guys at the table, the design, it was really good just to see, sit there with them guys and the designer sitting there on the computer right in front of them, him making all the changes because it was just like, I could see the look on their face that sort of took them through that experience of visualizing because so many people, you know, they don't, people don't do it. Like as a client, you don't do, read plans every day. You don't look at, you don't like, you just, it's so hard to read. And, you know, even some builders struggle to read some plans, you know, I didn't see that there, that, you know, things like that. So it's just good to be able to watch that visual experience, get the 3d look and you can take the roof off the house and be able to look inside and you can sort of see it gave them a lot more options and a lot more clarity on what they were getting. So it was essentially, you could move this wall here and move that and change the bathroom, alter the walk-in room. Do you like that design? You know, no, that sort of doesn't work. We kind of want to go back to what you had originally. And it doesn't take the designer much longer to do this, but when it's face to face, it's really quick. It's yeah. you get involved rather than, you know, how many, how many the, the renovations are different to new. You want to go back and forth trying to work out what, what which wall to move where and that sort of stuff. No, go back to this one. Now go back to that one. Now move it here. Now move it there. Yeah. yeah I can see how it just, just, it would it would shorten that process up so much. It's not funny. Yeah, and you know, you have 20 or 30 emails trying to do that and then you sort of go around a bit of a circle and come back around. Yeah. And renos are different to new houses, but I guess it's kind of like having off the plan, you know, built houses versus having that experience of going through the design process and actually sitting there with the designer and making changes and getting that build involved with that process too really helps with the bit while the builder's sitting there, I was sitting there going, how I'm thinking about the how while they're thinking about the whole design. So it's a good aspect to be able to go, Oh, we're just going to move this wall here another 300 mil forward. And it's like, you move that wall 300 mil forward, it's going to cost you a fortune because all the support from the roof is sitting on there. Like, do you really need that 300 mil? And they go, yeah. nah, not really not worth it. Yeah. So worth it. Worth just little it. things like that. It, it, it's not so much a cost. It is a little bit of a cost control, but it's also helping you get the most benefit out of your design. Yeah, not, you're helping them find that sweet spot where uh, you're getting the most value for money. Like you could do more and get more room, but it's going to cost you a bucket load of money and not give you, not give you a great deal of benefit for the, for the cost outlay yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's, it's like insulation in a high-performance home. There's a, there's a point where it gets really expensive for not much gain a little bit of gain like it still gets better the more insulation you put in but it gets to it becomes a point where it's to cost it costs too much like a, the cost outweighs the benefit yeah you're not you're not getting yeah you're not getting that you, you so you get up to a point where you're hit and go that's worth the money and then for another half the price of what you just paid you might only just get that little bit more of yeah, insulation yeah. Yeah, for fifty percent of the money, you're getting eighty percent, but then you spend another twenty percent, you get five percent more. Yeah, so yeah. it's 
it's just good to be able to, and they and they can see there and like with a lot of the times going through that design process they can pull out 3d rendered images pull the lid off the house they can actually pull things off and actually turn the whole concept around so you can see inside and go oh i can visualize what that's going to look like i can see what's happening it just really gives you a clear understanding because you're going through that design you're not just getting the plan and go here you go done while you're going through and while they're making changes it it's really beneficial like i could see it while they were going they could just visualize it in their head and they can see yeah i like that no i don't like that we need to remove that window it's just it's just a really good way because when you're involved and you're constantly seeing it and constantly seeing it you start even as a client like you, you'll wrap your head around what it's going to look like and almost even yeah. like what it's going to feel like they will you already yeah. visualize sitting in there doing this and doing that yeah. so rather than just yeah. having a 2d plan sometimes the 2d plan just doesn't cut it like you just don't get the feel for the house yeah, and then the next the sort of next level up from that which i've done with one or two clients is um the actual vr stuff i have heard of that never done it yeah, but that'd be yeah really actually, cool. there's we did with with one client we did two options we actually had, actually had a set of vr goggles and she could actually physically what well, we put it in like a, a car park essentially put her in a car park out, out the front of the office and she essentially walked through the house like looking around and looking at the view out so we had views outside and all stuff and then or and then the same client we had it but we had it on his phone and you go like this with your phone and that'll move you around the house sort of thing that's Which not technology really, not really very far really away cool. for that yeah it's really it's, really cool it's only far little, from being common yeah it was not far off yeah for sure doesn't so, cost that much and some of the some of the software and stuff they got now is insane like yeah so you just sit there and watch them go click click move move change value yeah. and king size bin you're yeah. like huh, what <laughs> how long did it take you yeah, yeah. <laughs> door, door flip over do that there's just like even us builders are like wow that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely Computer. So, but, but yeah really want to stress the importance of getting the builder involved at the early stages because they like we're going back to this we've talked about this heaps of times but i'll keep emphasizing yeah. on it because they're thinking about the how a lot of the a lot of the guys especially with uh, male female couples that come through the guys sort of more focused on the how the ladies just more focused on the result which you know she wants this to, this kitchen to do this function which is ideally where the headspace should be for that because yeah. the the builder does the how and it's it's his job to do that and basically do it and i know from a mechanical side of things as a guy it, you kind of want to understand yeah, the how yeah. to get the why yeah. how, yeah, how blokes work, operate but you you don't you don't need to stress yourself out about worrying about how it's going to, how it's going to be achieved. Like if you want to know, ask, ask your builder, but that's what the builder's role is. And you don't need to stress yourself out because what we, what we've found is that that's a massive stressor for people is trying to, Oh, how am I, how are we going to make that work through there? I'm like, don't stress. That's my problem. And I've done it before. And we'll do this, 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 and this. And they go, Oh, Oh, okay. So don't you don't need to stress on the how bit. Your builder should be doing the how bit, and if it's not, find someone else. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And and just like I was talking about moving the walls and stuff, all same as plumbing. If it's concrete slab, you know, or it's pre-existing, there's. Do you really need? Is there a way you can work out from moving the bathroom fifteen meters down the house at the yeah, other yeah. end with no drainage? You know, yeah. is there a way you can make the bathroom work close to where the existing drainage is? And then make things work around that just just little things because 
look, it looks really good on paper, but this is probably one of the main reasons there is a lack within the building industry of design and builder, uh, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's I think conversation. This is, this, yeah, the disconnect, disconnect result. What I'm looking for. Yeah, the disconnect results in, in uh, I think that's the reason why like 80% of plans never get built is because the designer just goes, or the architect goes nuts with the client about things that they think are awesome and, and the client goes, yeah, that's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And then they go to a builder, a builder goes, no, that's like three times your budget. Yes. And then it doesn't, and nothing happens. Yeah. So if you if you want it, guys, if you want to get it built, if you really want something to happen in you, if you really want a renovation, you really want you really want to change your lives in, in your home, involve a builder early. Involve a builder at the same time that you involve the, the builder should be the first person to speak to, and the builder should be able to bring the team that you're going to need to design and then build in in they be able to bring those professionals in. Very good point. And it's the why behind that is, is cost control is big. Like that's probably the main reason. Yeah. And like, like I just said, 80% of plants don't get built because they cost too much and the client can't afford them. So having a builder involved and those, those, that 80%, none of them have a builder involved from the beginning. Yeah. If there was a builder involved, then the, the builder can be there and uh, giving their opinion on how things whether things are expensive to construct that way or not, or how about we don't move that wall 300 mil so we don't have to support, resupport the roof with, with a beam and all that sort of stuff and spend an extra five grand on forgetting 300 mil sort of thing. That's where you can, the builder can help you find that sweet spot we were just talking about before of the most cost-effective way to get what you're after within your, you know, whether it's a renovation or not, but within your renovation space, for and, example. And even still, like a... a... <laughs> A builder with a good experience on this should be able to guide you in a very good direction. Um, hmm. We were talking about this today, so like the whole, you know, Yoda, Star Wars, Jedi, Jedi yeah. like thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it's, yeah, it, it's just really to help, like until the builder prices it, it's gonna be really difficult for them to actually give you an accurate cost, but there's just things along the way that can save a fair few dollars by easily mm. just throwing comments in while while they're going because it's easy just to get lost in it and just start moving things around the walls because it just it ends up working how you want it but to make that work and support everything else upstairs for example it just it can really it can really throw a lot of cost for not you know not a lot of game yeah for um, sure and for sure. The, 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 like as like what Joel was just saying the builder should be able to guide you through the process the pre-building process as well as the build process like you expect the builder to be able to guide you through the building process that's what they do but you, they should be able to guide you through the design process as well and costing and reports and approvals that's where the magic happens that, that's where that's where like Joel said in the beginning that's where that client that he spoke to today spent more time in that pre-construction place so before signing a contract for the construction and beginning construction the more time you spend there with a professional with a guide that can help you through it the better you're off you'll be during construction and then after post-construction as well because you'll enjoy if you if you spend more time in the in the planning stage you'll enjoy the um build process itself more and then you'll therefore you'll enjoy the result at the end of it more after that please please make sure you find the right builder and make sure Listen you're to paying, you're paying yeah. for their time yeah. for that as another yeah. consultant because essentially yeah. 
that builder is a consultant at that stage. Be, mm. They're having just as much input as the engineer, just as much input as the designer, more. if not more, more to try and yeah. get you what you're after on a cost controlled. And you know, why, why, I say, why I say more is like the engineer, even the designer, the designer does their bit, the design in the house for you, might do some changes and some stuff, and then they're done. The engineer does his, does his drawings, done. The bushfire report guy does his, does his report, done. And he's gone, goes to the next job. The builder is with you with the designer, is with you with the engineer, is with you with the bushfire report, and the, this report and that report, and the survey and all that sort of stuff, and then gives you the price at the end. So the builder does all of that. And then the, no, the norm is that you expect him to do all that for free. However accurate do you expect that to do? How much care do you expect the yeah. person that, that person to have if it is up for nothing? We've done another serious podcast. I understand what I mean by that. Like the, the amount of effort that goes into doing it properly. Don't get me wrong. You're not paying, you're not paying someone to do nothing. For someone to do it properly, the amount of effort that goes into it. We, we spend, like John and I do the same way, we spend like heaps and heaps and heaps of hours, like more than 80 hours per, depends on the size of the job, but more than 80 hours per job on this pre, pre-planning stage. And what you're tapping into in the pre-planning stage is all of our experience, all that builder's experience that they've had in in the past to help you help you and guide you through the process. And that's what you're paying for. You're paying for the experience. The designer's using his experience to design the home as well as you know um, get the brief from you, but then design the home. The engineer's using their experience because they know where things move and that sort of stuff and what needs to break and yada yada yada. Yeah. It's the same thing. The same thing when you involve your builder. And why we're being so much showing so much emphasis on this is because, like, how often, how many stories do you hear? It's just the same old story, same old story of that builder didn't rock up, or they didn't give us a price, or they gave us a price, and then things didn't end up being the price we started off with, and it cost blew yeah. out, and it was more than we could afford, and we really didn't want to spend that much, but we didn't have a choice because yeah, we were locked in a contract. Problem. Like just, it's it's really, it's making sure you get the right builder for you. That's yeah. that's key for one. Mm-hmm. Making yeah. sure that you have a little bit of background information that knowing what to expect or what to look for when you're trying to find a builder with this, this particular stage, because look, it's not, you got to get on with them and you need to make sure that they have the right process for you so that you're certain that when you deal with that builder, they've got your back 100%. They're not just throwing figures in the air and going, oh, you know, leaving you in the lurk and sort of not really caring because they've only got to miss a couple of things on there and they've done things as per contract or put a low provisional sum in or something like that, which is it could be something as simple as five hours for earthworks and next thing you know, they've spent 40 hours there. Guess mm. who's got to cough up that? Yeah, that's right. Like just because they didn't see something or didn't spend enough time in the beginning in, in the planning stage or in the courting stage, working out what goes where and how much they've got to do. Yeah. So really, really just getting clear. And the, the, the other reason why Joe and I bang on about this is because we used to do it that way, where we didn't get paid stuff and you know, we used to do free quotes and that sort of gear and we kept getting those hot not nightmare stories and horror stories where people were like we were trying hard, but because we weren't able to spend the time in the beginning with the people, with the client, we were still getting those those that that feedback. 
that oh yeah we well we we're sort of upset that we missed that or that that wasn't thought of before and that wasn't thought of before and we sort of thought well far out how do we change this like hang on a minute we need to spend more to, if we didn't we need to spend more time in the beginning nutting out all those issues before we even start construction or even even look at pricing like before any of that like yeah, that's getting right. Like we need all the documentation to be to be to be accurate on price. We need all the documentation in place. Like some people come to us with a with a sketch like that they've done on the net, which is quite which is good, looks good on on paper. But there's the million things that are not on that are, yeah. that are, could make the good change the price from you know a hundred to two hundred thousand dollars. I could double the price without any issue. Yeah, and go, going back to that, what Andrew said with that sketch, I think that's a really good way, especially depending. See, I just was dealing with a client the other day with a new house and she spent a lot of time just sort of drawing up. She's already had got sort of sizings of what she want, what she wants. And it was a really good, it's a really good way to help the designer out to get started because having yeah, a blank canvas. But you've got to be open. You've got to be open for it to be changed. Don't let it be a little baby. And you can't change yeah. That's, that makes it hard on everybody. Good. It's it's like, a good this is what I'm thinking. Start. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. What do we do from here? Yeah. And photos are really good for that. Like, yep. you know, style of house. What do you want it to look like on the outside? Yep. You know, Pinterest boards. I create, well, what, what we do is I create a folder, a Dropbox folder for all, for all my clients. And I share one, one specific folder is design, is, is titled design ideas for them. And what I do is in that folder, there's subfolders of every single room in that renovation or, or new home. And they can put into that folder a photo of doesn't matter what it is it could be the tap could be a tile could be the plant in the corner and it doesn't matter so whatever whatever you tickles your fancy if you see go oh, I like that or i like that side table or whatever it doesn't matter put it in the folder because then when it comes to design it comes to designing or decorating or you know whatever we can look through the folders and see what you're after yeah and you don't have to have a drawing or anything an idea no. but it does help it it really it does, gets it does the ball rolling down the hill yeah. It does speed up the process, yeah. It's a snowball at the top. A lot of people base this on a house they previously lived in or living in currently. Yeah, yeah. You know, what, what, do you, what do you hate? You ask, a lot of people you ask the question, what do you hate about the house? Bang, 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 bang. What do you like? Yeah. Oh, not much. The location? <laughs> the area? <laughs> the kids' school. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Basing off what you hate too is also a good, like us as humans, we can just rattle off. What do you hate? What don't you like? What you don't it's just, like, rookie. <laughs> it's just bang. What do you like? You sort of go, oh, yeah. I do like this and this and this, but it's, I feel like everyone's a lot more passionate about what they hate. Yes, yes, yes. We're designed to run away from what we hate. So we're designed to remember that. All right, takeaways for this week, guys. Uh, number one for me is involve your builder from the very beginning, um, cost control. Uh, control of design and guiding you through the process is really important. Number two for me is sit down with the designer and go through that process with them and make sure that you can actually get a feel of what you're getting, what it's going to look like, so you can visualise on how things uh, are going to look and this is going to give you great clarity on your end result as well. Yeah, super important. And number three for us today, guys, is do not rush this process. Let it take its time. It shouldn't take forever. But let it take its time, spend enough time in here to get everything nutted out, make sure you're happy, that you're clear and the builder's happy and that they're clear on what's what's happening. 
before you sign a construction contract. Don't forget, guys, um, we've got a, our come and join our Facebook group, the Builders Don't Kill Their Clients Facebook group. Share the podcast in there to talk about all the other topics that we're on. We take a suggestion from you guys on what we could, um, what we can talk about. We'd love hearing that from you guys. Um, any other feedback and stuff is awesome as well. We're trying to get make this show as uh, beneficial for you <coughs> as the homeowner or the renovator are looking at doing something with your home. Um, this is this is all for you guys. So any feedback from you guys is greatly appreciated. Also on Instagram as well, we have got a What Builders Don't Tell Their um, yes, Podcast right. Instagram you. page as well. So, and if you want to watch any of these back, YouTube, but if you're already watching this, then I'm assuming you found it. So most Probably people have. seem to watch it on the Spotify or, you know, listener apps, all that sort of stuff. This brings us to the end of this week's show. I hope you all enjoyed it. I know we did. Hit the subscribe button on all your favorite podcast apps. And if you've got any thoughts or topics that you want us to cover, make sure you hit us up in our DMs. We're on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, and this week we're brought to you by... Joel Miner from Refined Space Constructions. And I'm Andrew from Quadrio Building Services. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye.